Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Joe Gomez, Chris. Bosh. I, he's so much better on the left than the right at the centre-backs for me. Like, him and... Him and Robbo, I think, really helped to set the tempo for us defensively in the game. I thought the two of them have been brilliant. You know, I've been hypercritical of Andy Robertson over the course of, since we changed formation, of the course of these 15 games, probably, across across two seasons now. But if Andy Robertson doesn't start defending the way that he started that game, I don't think it's anywhere near as easy. Um, they, he seemed to sort of not go forwards anywhere near as much for me. I think he got a real good balance of what he was what he was doing. There was that one where he, he wins the ball and then he plays that beautiful ball in, a one-two maybe, then a ball inside to Nunes. And Nunes looks a bit Gakpo, like first time touching to Diaz and stuff. That was the only time I really remember Robbo bombing on in the middle of a in the middle of the game and I might be wrong there he might have done it a couple more times but I just felt him and, and back on to Joe Gomez like Joe just got did everything right he slips he has a mistake I'm not even bothered about that mm-hmm. because everything else that he did it was just there there was two men on him and he was making himself a, a, a nuisance like they were attacking him over the top he was dealing with it he just seemed really calm and really focused like I know what I've got to do here today and I'm going to do it he's I've said this for a couple of years, Chloe. I think he's got the Van Dyke attributes, not the heights and not the overall presence, but he is very calm in possession. He's a cool, he's a cool character. He's got the pace as well. But what I liked about him was it was like he was play, he was doing his Virgil Van Dyke impression, but as a lad who spends a lot of time being the covering defender, mm. who who knows he needs to be proactive and he needs to be committed. He doesn't he doesn't like casual his way through a football match trying to show he's Van Dyke. It was a Gomez it was Gomez doing the Van Dyke role and I think it suited him really well. He was absolutely phenomenal. Um every single time that ball went anywhere near him, he was stepping in on it. That Ollie Watkins must have hated our two centre backs because I don't know how many touches he had, but I'm betting it wasn't a lot. Because every time the ball was trying to be held up to Ollie Watkins and they were trying to drag themselves up the pitch, Joe Gomez would just take four or five strides, step in, take the ball and get off. And the thing I liked about it most was how calm and collected he was. He'd win a ball, set it, and then go back into his position. He was always calm on the ball there was no need to you, you know when I think about Virgil van Dijk I also think about how good he is at switching a ball to Mo Salah and getting us out and Joe Gomez was doing it but he was doing it to Trent or he was doing it to Sobersly on the, the right hand side uh, he was absolutely brilliant and look he's, he's had some criticism and, and rightfully so he's not being you know at the heights that he was the season we won the Champions League um, but you can see just how good he is when he's on his game I'm not classing the slip as a mistake he slipped over there's not much I can do about that but throughout the entire game 
I thought beforehand there was loads of people worried about it. They were talking about the, the, the fact that it was Joe Gomez and Matip at the back. And that actually led into the endo phase as well, yeah. let's not forget. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then as soon as the game started and we were on it and we were we were just so confident in what we were doing, you thought, I fucking love this duo here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm absolutely living for it. Alison Becker didn't have much to do, but the confidence that that back four gave me, uh, back five including Alison, I was... I mean, Villa were crap, okay, but also, you know... But if they're not going, had they been standing off, it would have been a different story. Maybe, Mm. yeah. And also, that's the other thing. If you actually look at the, the, you know, mistakes we gave away against Newcastle, press us, press us and we will make the mistakes for you. Uh, And it it helped that we didn't really have that. Um, But yeah, I thought him and uh, Joel Matip was brilliant. And also, just on Joel Matip, I've always been worried about Joel Matip in that right-hand side role because I've always thought to myself, well, I don't want him going on his runs again. But you know what? He did it. And I absolutely loved every time he went on a run in the opponent's half and just set it off and got off again. I just think we've got this this thing with football analysis and it's, I think it's, it's exacerbated during the transfer window, Dan, because everything exists in possibility that you yeah. can always go and get better. Yeah. You know, of... As though we play Man City every week, mm-hmm. as though we play Real Madrid every week, and every week you've got to have eleven absolute worldies at the peak of their powers, putting in world class performances, and then you've got to have five unbelievable best in the world players to bring into the pitch. I mean, look, we've had players. We, we there's been times where we've looked at our eleven, gone, I think he's world class, world class, world class. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that is formed by the coaching. It's formed by the system. It's formed by the overall approach to the yeah. team. And I think this idea of Gomez is crap and Matip is crap. I've never really bought into it. I think they've got sketchy injury records, which mm-hmm. is which is going to be the concern with having to rely upon them. If we've got, you know, if if we don't get if Van Dijk gets any leng- longer ban, if Canate isn't back, but you know, for soon after the international break, but. Joe Matip's class and he's been class for ages and and Joe Gomez has got the some of the most wild negative treatments. His head went big time at times, particularly yeah. last season, mm-hmm. but he's not. He's still young for a centre half. Yeah. He's got so many of the attributes required, and he is in, you know he's so well integrated into the side. I'm not saying he'll ever be. The injuries might have robbed him of the chance to be one of the truly great centre halves, mm-hmm. but I contend this all the time. Man City play Nathan Ake, like the, Man City are the best. You know, the, the, they're currently the best team on the planet by a mile mm-hmm. and Nathan Ake still gets a regular game for mm-hmm. them you don't need to be exceptional you just need to be able to perform to the level regularly and it, look if, if they can perform like they played at the weekend then sound no I agree with that yeah it was a very mature performance from Joe Gomez and that's not something we've been able to say very often to be honest and you're right in as much as I think he's got all the attributes he's got the skill set and he's shown he's proven he's got the ability to do it at the very highest levels, no two ways about that. And the Nathan Aki one's interesting because you're right. I think if, if both of them footballs are at their best, sort of injury free, you'd probably have Joe Gomez over Nathan Aki, but it's just not worked out that way because of the horrific injury record that he's unfortunately suffered. But I will say, like, the criticism and the concern around Gomez is warranted. It is justified because last season that like that Napoli game was just a horror, horror game from him. And unfortunately we've seen too many of them. Matip less so there was time towards the back end last season. It did have question marks about Joel Matip but he seems to have sort of put that behind him and he's still capable of producing like he did on the weekend but I was so so pleased for and so so impressed with Joe Gomez on on Sunday because it was a performance that was more sort of akin to the old Joe Gomez and what we expect from him because he was calm he was composed and what was probably the most important moment for me from it all was that mistake 
because previously Joe Gomez would have made that mistake and crumbled and you'd have seen a much worse Joe Gomez yes. for the next yes. hour or so, yeah. but he didn't. He just brushed it off and went, okay, shit happens. He's missed a chance, we'll move on. Yeah. And he carries on at centre-back brilliantly and then he shifts over to right-back later on. He's still sound there. That yeah. was massive for me. I think that's a huge point there because you're dead right. Because we saw this, like Napoli last season was a great example of that. He just went, mm. he made a mistake and then he made another mistake and another mistake. And I said, like, there's your game done. Yeah. I, 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 he reminded me last season of like all the players that played for Arsenal in the final like eight, eight years of Arsene Wenger's time who were all just mentally destroyed from all the pressure being on them and the fans turning them and all that kind of stuff. So like, Chloe, that, that, that point that Dan makes there, that could have been like the end of Joe Gomez's game and probably last season it would have been. So yeah, huge credit to him. That's huge credit to him. You know, it, it's a great credit to him that he, yeah. that, he, that he does manage to not just keep a level head, but to actually continue to have and get better that's just the game wore on from that mistake. Yeah, I also think it helped that the fact that Robertson had had a, a, such a boss game next to him as yeah. well. He was in a solid back four, a stable back four. And he also probably, he probably, you know, I think it's Jürgen after the Newcastle game where he co- goes up to him and he looks made up with him. And to have that confidence and positivity around you, I'm pretty sure going off that pitch on Sunday, everyone's turned around and go, used to at centre-halves were absolutely phenomenal. I bet, you know, everyone's talking about how good Joe Gomez was, giving him the plaudits he deserved. Inside the ground, even when that happened, I think, Anfield wasn't as nervous. It what we weren't on the backs of the players. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like our lad. He he did he did well to recover the ball first of all. Has a little bit of a problem. Slips a little bit, and they're in. But they missed the chance, and it felt like Anfield was calm whenever Joe Gomez and Joel Matip had the ball and that really helped them. And like you mentioned there, he went to right back, thought he was brilliant at right back as well. Kwanzaa as well, mm. boss when he came on. That kid, he's a youngster and he plays with all the majority in the world. Uh, balls came down to him and you expect people to just panic. Head that No, just brings it down, touch, slots it back to Robertson. Go on, lad, you go for a run. Yeah. The Gomez thing, I just finally for me on, on Joe really more than anything is like you come into the game when Van Dyke gets a red card and you don't have any time to think about it. Yeah. You've had a week knowing that you're going to play centre-half this time around and you react so well again. But I think I go back to that endo decision and not playing a DM. That tells me that my manager's got confidence in me. Yeah. That yeah. I'm, he's, what do you mean he's not playing a DM in front of me? Oh, he believes in me and Joel Matip in here and all that type of stuff. So I don't know whether it was head games as well there or if Cop even thought about it a little bit. But regardless, I do think that might have helped his mindset going into the game. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.